This is How Men Think with Brooks Like and Gavin DeGraw, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to another episode of How Men Think. My name is Brooks Like, and I got my dude, Mr. Gavin DeGraw. Good to see you, Brooks. Yeah, you too, buddy. Good to be back. I get, I've been getting to see you a lot lately. Too much, right? No, never. I'm tired of this guy. No. By the way, I like your sweater today. I knew you were talking about fashion before. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Looks simple. Looks like a good take on simple. I highly recommend this brand. It's called Brooks Brand Sweaters. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm coming out. Maybe that's my new play. Love I got it. a new thing called Brooks Brand Sweaters. That's it's, it. It's actually a noble sweater. Noble? Noble. N-O-B-U-L-L. And N- to, everyone comments on this sweater. Tori commented on this sweater before. Nice, isn't it? Saw it. Yeah. it is very nice. I yeah, asked for cool. the brand and everything. Yeah, it's just a different yeah, it's very nice. Um, I'm just trying to keep I'm up with large. you, man. I'm a large. Okay. Just trying to keep up with you, man. Uh-huh. You got voted as, you get, Tasha Adams voted you recently as like more fashionable than No, me. no. I got dissed. Danielle dissed me and was like, I don't like scarves. Oh, I, I was like, it's cold out. No, that scarf was dope. That was Thank bad. you very much. Um, Hold on. It was oh, Dan- Danielle's coming to set the, the straight. Um, that scarf was just not making you warm. So what was the point of it? It was, it was making me warm. It was an accessory no, was piece. Of course it was. <laughs> it was pretty much like a cloth. <laughs> he was he was accessorizing. You know what? what if I had to dry my hands in the bathroom and I don't want to get stuff in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> You're very practical. That's you right. Wear that scarf. Travel with hand towels. That's what I say. There you go. You know what we're going to do today, buddy? I guess the answer is What are we going to do? No. We're going to have a... That looks good on you, by the way. We're going to have a fireside chat today. That's a good idea. Yeah. I guess because we're at a fireside. (laughs) And what's going to happen is Tori has a bunch of questions. And so this is like a get to know Gavin, get to know Brooks type day. Can I say something before we continue? Yes, sir. It is a podcast. I'm not a gas fireplace fan. Just in general. I like the crackle of a wood fire. Oh, the smell. I know everybody talking about the environment stuff. I get it. I understand. But if the thing doesn't crackle and move, it's just not really fire. I get you. I agree. At our lake house, we have multiple fireplaces, and we just feed wood into those. Man, those are it, right. It just it makes that the whole smell. Thing. That smell it, it makes is the whole my thing. favorite scent in the world. The best. The best. Yeah, I, I love carcinogens. <laughs> so, anyway, that being that little tangent being said, we're gonna do get to know Gavin today. Our viewers, our listeners, oh they want to they want to know who Gavin DeGraw is. Oh boy, you know what? I want to know who Gavin DeGraw is. So we're gonna try and figure that out. So. Can you ever figure that out? I think it ever changes with him. One word you would do, use to describe Gavin. I would use three. Shock and awe. I was literally just saying this. <laughs> we were having lunch downstairs. And I was like, Gavin likes to hit people with the old shock and awe. Because <laughs> he, when he's talking, people are like, look at him for a second. And then he like he holds it. And then he furthers his thought. <laughs> and, and you can always see like a perplexion on the face of somebody. <laughs> They're always like, huh. <laughs> It's a little shock and awe, so that's how I would I would describe Gav. Thanks. Yeah, but then also very profound and very deep. But Gavin, how would you describe? Don't make Brooks? fun. Brooks, thoughtful, ooh, kind, and adventurous. Mm, my man, appreciate that's you. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's I love you. that. I feel like like he gave me a better review. Like I feel like my review didn't do him justice. I don't need to be done justice. What yep. is what is one thing you wish you had that Gavin has? Like what quality? Hmm. 
I'm really trying. He's like, no, no, no. Actually, no, no. Uh... No, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not that I can't come up with that. I'm, I'm trying to think of like some like when you enter a room, you meet every single person in that room. Yeah. You always meet every person. You introduce yourself to every single person. Yeah. You want every single person to feel included. You meet them. You all, whenever you show up, you always show up high energy. Thank you. I love that. You're always and everybody in the room can tell you're in the room. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you are too. You're an extremely kind and caring person. Thank you, brother. With, Appreciate you have, that. You man. have a tough outer shell. Thank but, you. But I, I undeniably know at your heart that you're an extremely kind and caring person and people matter to you. Ditto. Thank you. Um yeah. I love people. Yeah, you do. I know you do. I try to see the good in people. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And I give everybody the benefit of the doubt of the doubt off the bat. Yeah. And I even let them be a dick for the first couple of minutes if they need to be. You know what I mean? To get past that first moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's important to kind of give people that. You know? Just a little grace period. A little grace period because some people are just a little bit more awkward than other people at first. Yeah. And I, I try to give them a little bit of that leeway, you know, because not everybody is warm at yeah. first. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes I could be like a little bit socially aggressive. Like, hey, what's up? Man? Good to meet you, man. Blah, 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 blah. And some people, someone would be like, ugh, like this, this uh, what's up with Mr. Uh, social, you know? So, and I understand that too. So I get, I give them a little leeway mm-hmm. with, with that too, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so we are going to get into Get to Know Gavin, Get to Know Brooks, a little fireside chat right after this break. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh makes cooking at home fun, easy, and affordable. HelloFresh's recipes are so delicious. We just remodeled our kitchen and want to stay in and cook delicious home-cooked meals for the family. HelloFresh has dozens of seasonal recipes each week. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly recipes every week. We use family-friendly. It saves time, and it's a no-stress to have a great dinner for the family. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and prepping, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes, or even 20 minutes with their quick recipe options. Yeah, and HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep for you and less food waste. The packaging HelloFresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content. You can add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order, or you can throw in delicious sides or desserts like garlic bread and cookie dough, and easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need. I have a two a toddler and a baby at home and HelloFresh is exactly what we need. Amy always tells me you need to ask for help. HelloFresh is the help that I needed. Thank you, HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. It's America's best value meal kit. And frankly, it's delicious. I've tried it. So uh, do yourself a favor. Go to HelloFresh.com slash HMT10 and use code HMT10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HMT as in how men think and the number 10. Again, HelloFresh.com slash HMT10 and use code HMT10, how men think, number 10, for 10 free meals, including free shipping. It's a fantastic deal. Gavin, what is a quality Brooks has that you wish you had? I love Brooks's calm. Mm. What do you think that's rooted in for him? I think that Brooks has done wild already. 
in other facets of his life and that's helped sort of create a relaxed uh, mindset for him in a lot of ways. And why do you think you don't have calm? Because I spent a lot of my time suppressing my wild. Did you say suppressing? Mm. Mm. Because this is the tip of the iceberg, you know? What is? My what, behavior. What we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. But weirdly, you want more. What's I'm that? left always being like, what else does he have up his sleeve? Yeah. Um, I feel like yeah. I have a really good grasp on Gav. Mm. I'm very careful about a lot of things because of the type of job that I do and things like that. Do I have you- to be careful with my hands. I have to be careful with my voice. I have to be careful physically about certain things. So I really had babied a lot of things that I w- normally wouldn't have babied if this wasn't my career. You know what I mean? Besides a family member or um, a manager, who knows you best? Joey. My best buddy, Joey? Yeah. <clears throat> no, my brother probably the best. Besides family or coworkers, who knows you the best? Probably my buddy, Joey. Or my buddy, uh, Fez. Fez? Johnny. Fez from uh, Keith. That 70s show? Andrew. I mean, there's a group of guys who I'm real tight with. Yeah, we call him Fez because he looks like Oh. <laughs> yeah, so everybody started calling Fez. <clears throat> but uh, I mean, there's a group of guys, they know different versions of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And each one of, each. so I've got a lot of colors, you know what I mean? Uh, Personality-wise, and, and each of my friends fits into a different, I think each of them <clears throat> brings out different shades of those, of uh, different, different colors of me. You don't mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Definitely. Here's a question um, for you. Do you feel internally... Like you cannot decide which of those shades you truthfully are mm. and you are hoping to step into full time mm. being one of those shades. I'm all of them. I mean, I'm I'm somebody who always went from table to table growing up. You know what I mean? Like at lunch, I'd go to 10 tables and sit there. You're a hungry I kid. Friends. <laughs> very hungry. Very so, so hungry. No, just because that was my personality type you know what i mean and and i fit in different groups for different reasons you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i you know had friends who were the nerdier group nerdier groups or whatever because i got good grades and then i played sports so my other friends were more the jocks and then <clears throat> I, I enjoyed music and so i had music friends and yeah. then the theater and you had theater friends and then you know you like you know you understand so i had a yeah. lot of different interests and those interests um uh i had aptitudes in all of the all of those interests fortunately and so you know i i had a very diverse group of people uh who i associated with or got along with and not any of them necessarily got along with each other um, that makes sense mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. i know what you mean because i was so the same that way. was just it's, my personality type you, you were kind of the middleman that brought no, he just common ground to anyone, but you couldn't really put all those groups together. I couldn't put those groups together. Right. Yeah. No, they were so separate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, you know, I you're in an completely. advanced placement group, but then you're also, you know, you're you're playing street ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, so, I agree. You know, it was just man. a different. You know, it was the same for me. Like a lot of I was I was part of the <laughs> athlete group, but I also had exactly. other groups. It didn't. I didn't. And some some like I remember some of the hockey guys. 
like in school when I was in like grade 10 or 11 or 12, the hockey guys only hung with the hockey guys. Mm-hmm. Like they hung in the clique and I was like, oh, I like people are people. Yeah. You know, like a, yeah. th- you don't have to be on the hockey yeah. team for me to be friends with you. And that was totally. the same way when I played hockey. I still had friends in the community that I was playing yeah. in that yeah. weren't hockey players. Yeah. Um, so I assimilate with that very much. Totally. I, I just actually had a conversation about it with a buddy of mine who I grew up with. He was like, yeah, I remember like when you got to be like 16, 15, 16. So like, yeah, we'd call you to come play ball. And you're like, nah, man, I got to work. I'm working on these songs now. I kind of fell in love so much with music that I yanked myself out of playing ball. And then they'd be like, man, we're playing a game, man. You want to be out here? It's, you know, we're going yeah. to the next town. We're going to play those guys and whatever. I'd be like, nah, man, I got, I got a gig in three days, man. I want to get this songs up and ready. And so... But it was nice having those invites, and you know, I still loved all those guys. But my ultimately, my interest in music kind of sucked Took me over. out of a lot of yep. those, those, those things that I enjoyed a lot. You know, that makes sense. You need to. But I still love those now. guys, and I still played ball here and there. It just wasn't as yeah, wasn't as much. Yeah, same thing you happened know? with me when I was fifteen. I I stopped playing baseball because I started playing summer hockey. Yeah, so I play hockey through the fall and winter, and then I would play hockey in the summer where I used to play baseball too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, so you you get it. You get pulled. You get pulled away, but you, yep. with interest. But you still have those friends there because you they knew you were competitive and you're cool and whatever. Yeah. So they wanted to, you know you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, and the true friends, you know? the ones that are actually your true friends, actually just support you in your mission. Cause totally. They know they see what it means to you, and the other ones that maybe aren't your friends, it's a filter. That sort of separation is a filter, and they'll be like, "Oh, he's too cool. He's doing his own thing or whatever." But your totally. true friends, yeah, they're there for you. Agreed. How yeah, would agree. you guys describe? Uh, your high school self and and maybe like a couple words this is very easy for me i was non-existent high school i when i was 13 i was already 19 years old playing pro hockey that is where my mindset was so like my friends used to try and get me to go drinking used to try and get me go to parties used to try and get me to smoke um and these were my groomsmen these are my best friends in the world and i would just sit there i'd be like 13 14 15 i'd just be like laughing i was like you guys don't even know it well you know it but I have the NHL in the palm of my hand four years from now. Like, I'm already four years from now playing in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just, they were teenage kids in school. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I, I have to be in school for now because this is part of the process. But I'm already three or four years from now. Mm. So I didn't, school to me was completely irrelevant. Mm. Dating and like high school and those problems and issues mm. and peer pressure was all irrelevant for mm-hmm. me because I was just, I was lasered mm-hmm. on making the NHL. So I wouldn't say my my like, my high school years were normal at all. But how would you mm. describe yourself in just the high school? Focused, just like. Focused and what was the other one? You said irrelevant? School, it was just What was like, the first one you said? I don't know. It was just, I wanted to be. I wanted, to, yeah. It, it just didn't matter. I wanted to be somewhere. I knew where I was going, and I wanted yeah. to be there. Gavin. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, there was multiple years in high school, and each one was, you know, different. You so did grade ten you, three times. It, it, it's it, totally, totally. <laughs> I mean, sleeps and bounds. Though. I mean, those years are so. Uh, uh, they're 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 big years of your life, you know. Um, See, that's where I disagree. Like those years were nothing for me. Well, thirteen to seventeen is a giant change. In my opinion, I mean, when I was thirteen, it went from like, you know, went from like GI Joe to you know, medical school, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna go to medical school. Ultimately, I'll probably end up in medical school. You know, I was really religious and I thought, oh, I want to make 
the blind see like Jesus did. I'm going to be an ophthalmologist, and that's what I want to do. I've already played music, but I thought it would be a selfish lifestyle. I went to a concert, and I was like, no, this is good. This heals people. This helps people. And I decided I'd play music. I was 15 when that happened. That's so cool. Weird, right? Silly, but... It's um, so cool that you got into music because it heals people and helps people. I already played music, but I, I didn't think... As a career, it would be the right thing to do because I felt like it was such a personal thing to me, and it it seemed selfish. Damn, that's so so, gnarly, brother. It's weird, right? So, so then, but I thought, well, this would be selfish. But then when I saw a con, I saw Billy Joel play. I went, wow! I looked at the people around me. I thought, wow, this is this is medicine. Music is medicine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this this is not selfish. I should do this, you know. But that really can really change my focus from it being. This this hobby, this uh, you know something I did just for me too. Yeah. Wow, this is this is something I should do because because it not only not only makes me happy, but it'll 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 be good for people too, yeah. other people too. Yeah. Um. So then, um, so for me, those years were very big because those are the years that changed me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I literally remember having a meeting as as a kid, as uh, probably a fourteen, thirteen, fourteen year old with the principal, you know, and uh. And I remember I said to the principal, I said, listen, I'm wasting my time here in high school. I need to pursue medicine. This is this is the time in my life where I need to be focused. I need to move ahead. Why am I reading Shakespeare? I don't want to read Shakespeare. Ironically, I've become what? A writer. I've mm-hmm. become a songwriter. Yeah. Right? So so I didn't know. I thought I knew, but I didn't. You know, the the big life moment hadn't happened for me yet. To truly find my direction, gotcha. and, and um, amazingly, just having that opportunity allowed me to really choose my direction. And then, and then from that point on, you know, everything changed. Academics became less important. You know, I still did well in school, but by the time I got accepted to college, you know, I changed completely. Once that happened, I was like, forget. I started wearing pajamas to school. You know what I mean? Bringing a pillow, putting out on the desk when the teacher started talking, going to sleep, laying on the table in the back. You know, I became different. Leaving school early because it was done for me. I had my direction. I want to yeah. play music, and that You're was already that. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was my yeah exactly the same yeah. way you talk about hockey. Yeah, the second you made that full decision that you really knew what it was you were chasing. Yeah, everything else was just kind of in the way. Yes, you know they were like they were just just. That's why I said high school people, was irrelevant. Was, you were just slapping out of your way. Yeah. You know what I mean? There yeah. were it was a slalom course, and you were just slapping down the, you know, the, those those poles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it was the exact same for me, and um, that happened younger for me. But then my grade twelve, my last year in, in school, second half of the of the semester, second semester, like I didn't go to school hardly at all. Yeah. I had like 130 absences. Like I just, my teachers would be like, I'd be like, why am I coming to school? I'm not yeah. going to school next yeah. year. I'm trying to make pro hockey. Totally. Like, why do I need to be in this math class? Oh, you right want now? me to th- share another odd thing, odd piece of information? Yeah. Apparently I had set the school record for tardiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. I think you've definitely set the iHeart I podcast record for tardiness as well. But you made it here today. And whenever you show up, you do show up, buddy. So. <laughs> So, okay, we're going to take a break. We're getting into more questions. Get to know Gavin. Get to know Brooks. Coming back after this. <laughs> See ya. Okay, we are back from break, and we have producer Tori ready to ask us some fun questions. We're going to have some fun questions and see if we can find a way to add some value here. 
Are you ready? No, by the way, let's For just you, preface. Probably not. Yeah, let's just preface this. <laughs> Gavin and I have no idea what kind of questions no. are coming our way. Yeah, wait. She's got some cards. What do you have there, T? Can you set this up for us? I have some tabletop picks, and they're just like little cocktail. You know, this would actually be great for like a first date, getting to know someone. Um, I think they're just called tabletop picks, aren't they? Okay. I think we ordered them off like Amazon. Like a speed dating sort of Yeah, I get to know you. Game. Okay, get Gab, to know you how and I. men think. Gab, All you right. and I, it's a little speed date right here. Done. Okay. Where would you wake up tomorrow if you could choose? Mm, ooh, where would I wake up tomorrow if I could choose? Rome. I'd wake up in Rome. I've never been to Rome. I've won- I watched Gladiator again the other day. And the Colosseum has always been calling me. Um, I would wake up in Rome tomorrow. Uh, somewhere in Hawaii, probably. Hawaii is nice. Which My island? last trip to Which Hawaii island? was pretty amazing. Which island did you go to? Um, I went to the big island. Was that the one I went to? I think so. Kona? Kona. Kona, yeah. I have some friends that it's live there. We're all the, vol- we're most of the volcanic, volcanic activity yeah, is, yeah, Kona, yeah. yeah. I went on this unbelievable trek through a uh, collapsed volcano. Ooh. It was crazy. Uh, and then um, when we drove to the other side of the island, which is more local, and uh, that was just, it was just awesome, man. Just the views and, and sort of like the, the terrain w- was so extreme from one side of the island to the other. It was like you were traveling through time. Yeah. Because you'd see all the, just the volcanic activity and then the results of volcanic activity and then sort of as the progression of growth as the island got healthier and healthier. It's just It's a super cool island. Yeah. Crazy, crazy place, man. Yeah. That's where I'd wake up tomorrow. Mm. T, what's next? If you could be any age again for one week, what age would you be? Ooh, that's a great question. If you could be any age again for one week, what age would you be? Man, damn. I would go back to like... Tough. I'd go back to like maybe like 21. Maybe. Because I, I feel like I missed out. Look, Looking back at it now, I was so like wired into becoming a hockey player that I missed out on like... I never went to college, so I never had college years. Mm. Um, even through high school. High school basically didn't exist to me because I was just training and wanted to get out of there to go play hockey. Mm. So I never had like those social experiences mm. of that most youth would enjoy. So I would mm. go back. I'd be 21 years old. Um, that would, And I'd spend a week at the age of 21, maybe mm. in college or something, university, just to understand what it's like. I, don't mm. know. I like that. I like 21. That was a good time. Um, this is just a couple years I kind of like exactly like <laughs> yeah. a year ago yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering like I, I, I don't know if I really want to go back to a, a time I really like where I'm at I almost would rather change the technology back to what it was when I was 21 where like not everybody was running around taking pictures of everyone all the damn time and videoing everything you did and recording everything you said I'd like to bring back 20, the that technology to right now and see like just kind of have people interact in a way that they didn't feel like it was being documented. Mm, okay. Wow. Profound buddy. I like it though. It's just where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> Tori. You know what I mean? I, I do. Would you rather have more energy or more time? Let me think of this for a second. Would you rather have more energy or more time? I have a ton of energy. I, a time. What I'm working on in my life right now is creating more time. 
I feel like I fill time with stuff to do. And I'm like, really, is this what I want to do? Or do I just want to have fun in my life? Mm. And so for me, one of the things I'm working on in 2020 is making sure I have space and time in my life Mm. to do things that just make me happy. Not Mm. things I think I'm supposed to do or what I should create or what I should do for a paycheck. Like, I just want to do things that make me happy at that moment. Mm -hmm. Not putting, like, say I wanted to fly to Hawaii today. Mm -hmm. Like, why not go? Let's go. Let's go to Hawaii today. Yeah. You know, instead of putting that off, oh, that's something I would like to do. Yeah, that sounds fun. Mm -hmm. So I would say time. Yeah. Energy I got an abundance of. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to create more time. I'm down with that. I'm, I'm with you completely, actually, on that whole thing. What he said. (laughs) <laughs> yeah time for sure where just do you, time where do you guys feel like you have wasted like where do you feel like you waste a majority of your time that you want to cut back on mine mine is like entrepreneurial activities things that like coming out of hockey right so as an athlete come out of hockey you stop playing you stop getting paid so you know you're making millions of dollars a year all of a sudden to now you you don't have a paycheck coming in so right there's also a purpose so like okay i want to do something that serves and impacts people mm. and inspires people and so what does that look like um and then i just started doing some things like i'm like oh i should create something i want to create a business i want to ex- i read some business books i want to like explore the business mind in a way with time and resources that i couldn't when i was playing like as as a Having the time that I have now has allowed me to explore other curiosities in my life that I could never do when I was playing. And so I I think I went overboard on that and created businesses and stuff that all of a sudden required my time. And I'm like, for what? Mm. Like, why am I doing that? So it's Mm. entrepreneurial stuff that I want to sort of back off on. And when I do something, like when I come to this podcast to do this podcast... I want it to be for the right reasons because I choose to be here, not I think I'm supposed to be here. Mm. If talent and money were no factors, what jobs would you have or want to have? Oh, what a great question, man. What jobs would I have? You know what? Well, I mean, I could, I could do this right now. Yeah. Like I would, I would love to be able to sing. Like I, I, I admire this man That's right great. here because like when you performed at Thanks, the, bruh. like when you performed at the, the podcast awards, like I admire yeah. that so much of being able to go up and entertain people. But you're, enter- sing. you're entertaining people. Yeah. But to sing, like I, yeah, I yeah. just, I love music so much. I have I music on it. at all times of the day. Yeah. I, I am listening to music. I find myself, I learn mm. so much about myself. I feel comforted mm. in music. Like lyrics are powerful to me mm-hmm. and like I could just, um, but I could go sing. I could go to like an open mic night and just get booed right off yeah. the stage. I play a little rock band. I sing in some rock band over at Derek's I house. I love that. I love <laughs> um, that. I just have such an admiration for singing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, I, I admire That's your talent, man. buddy. Thank you, bro. Um, and I and I love what you do, man. I, and I love I love what you chose as a career. Um, personally, I think you know I, I've always fantasized since I was a little kid. I always wanted to be GI Joe. I was just going to say special ops. You know too. what I mean? That's what I wanted to do. So, um, you know, of course, we all have different desires growing up and things like that. But that was always like fantasy land for me. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember I told my dad one day, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to join the military. You know, I want to go kick ass and this and that. And he was like, 
Okay, let me tell you what your military career would be like, Gavin. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I would like to see exactly. you in the military. Exactly. We didn't even know you were going to be like, here for this podcast. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you'd end up getting an order from some officer that you knew you were smarter than, and you let him know you were smarter than he was, and that would be the end of your military <laughs> career. <laughs> so, so anyway, so that would be like that would be what I would want to do, but I still. In my mind, I still fantasize about um, being involved in in that element of the world, in that element of mission, of you know, getting involved with. I, I remember years ago there was a charity that that was, you know, focused on on freeing the child soldiers and things like that in Africa, and. Um, <clears throat> There's a lot of that type of stuff that goes on around around the world, you know, where people get abducted or they're taken from their families and they're sort of enlisted uh, into, into militias or they're they're taken advantage of. I still personally, I still feel that's something that's doable even even at this age of getting involved in things like that. But but I, in my mind, I still want to be a door kicker. You know what I mean? I still want to show up at those places and I still want to be involved physic physically in that world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and maybe that's how you satisfy that G.I. Joe element yeah. of your of your of your psyche that yeah. hasn't been satisfied yet. I have another you know? one too. I love that. I align with that completely and I have another one. I'd love to work at NASA. Just the concept when I think about this, if you think about space, that space extends for infinity, as far as we know that there's no cap on space. Yeah. It just blows my mind. How yeah. can you keep going forever and never hit a wall? Like, where does space go? Yeah. And, like, to work in that <clears throat> environment in NASA, exploring that concept of, like, that mm. space is never-ending just mm. fascinates me. So I'd, li- I'd like to go work at NASA, too. Some NASA engineers. couldn't do that at all. That would feel <laughs> so... I feel like I wasn't washing my hands enough. <laughs> How does, how does it that correlate? It just looks correlate? so clinical. So, you know. <laughs> what? And just like, I can imagine being in sort of a, the, the, that philosophical environment, but but physical environment of of being in that 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 world, uh, that more, it would just almost be a little too clean. Okay. You know what I mean? T, moving on. <laughs> trying to figure that out. Uh, me too, yeah. That's why I said moving on. Oh, the, you know, everybody's like walking around and rubber gloves and well that's what you saw in a movie sometimes that's what i'm seeing you know what i mean in my mind you know it's too clean i'm too rugged and mountain i'm too rugged to be at nasa (laughs) okay no it's just it's not i don't know it just sounds a little i could imagine the concept of the of sitting around and and you know thinking about the grand the grandeur of it and the grandeur of the mission yeah. you know that what fasc- i mean yeah, that that's fascinating me. to me the environment of being there is probably such a slow moving train i'd be like oh, man sleepy time <laughs> okay who takes care of you the best who takes care of me the best good question me has to be me. Yeah. Yeah. You take care of, you're in charge of your own life. I mean, that's a very simple. Also, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just me. Um, I think that there's a, certainly a good element of that. Uh, I, I rely on a lot of people, though, for, uh, <clears throat> uh, I rely on, I don't know if a lot of people, but some people for sure, for that kind of emotional boost when you need that emotional boost, you know. 
close friends and things like that. And uh, like, there's a buddy of mine I'm so aligned with. He's one of my one of my dearest friends, and we don't talk every day. You know, we'll talk sometimes. We won't go for we won't talk for a few months, but he'll reach out whenever I'm feeling whatever reason. He just knows. He just knows. Yeah, energetically, I believe it. That it's energy's... really weird, yeah. man. No, and he, he and me are like really connected on that level, yeah. and it's really weird. And I say, he'll say, "Hey, how's such and such?" And I go, "How did you, how did you even know yeah. that that's bugging me right now?" You know, he goes like, "I don't know, dude. Me and you, man, we're just connected, man." So yeah. I just thought I was going to call you and and see see what's going on with that like, yeah man that's so that's unbelievably great, strange it's a great friend to have man. great unbelievable yeah really un- unbelievable so so my day-to-day obviously you know it, it i i take care of me but but i have a network of people who who i'm aligned with in, di- in different capacities and i and i need every one of them you know i want to say one other thing too because yeah. this is my first time like having a big dog like having dogs too Oh yeah, they take so much. I never knew this before. Like, they take so much care of you in ways that you aren't even aware of, and how much support they give, and love they give, and just like that is such a unique partnership and bond between you know my dog and no doubt about it. Man's best friend for real. It's just awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge that kinship there totally agree man it's a special thing yeah it's a special thing every time you show up at the house it's like wow where have you been yeah i (laughs) miss you so much you're the greatest human so great oh i love your home but he talks yeah yeah Yeah. totally and you're like just check your mail outside you know what i mean (laughs) like you're like you oh my god it's you are so great but it is and like that tail is just wagging and like they're stomping their feet and like that energy is just yeah isn't that the best it's so it's so precious yeah like it's it's so precious okay ready for the next question i agree master good to see you oh my god master Master. yeah (laughs) the poor girlfriends of gavin's past You're the best. He's like, you don't speak to me like Betty. You're the best, master. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever had... (laughs) You got to be more like Buddy when he talked to me. Have you you ever had an experience that led you to believe in angels or ghosts? Yeah. Hmm. I love this question. I'm trying to think. I don't know if it was angels or ghosts. I've experienced miracles before. Can we hear at least one? It's a little weird. That's okay. If you're willing to tell, please share. Uh yeah, I got sur- I got surrounded once in a bathroom, and uh. Wait, where were you? What bathroom? Let's. let's a teenager. Go. Okay. And uh, there are no windows in this bathroom, only artificial light. And I went in uh to hit the head, you know, and I walked in, and there was a group of people in there, and uh, they said there it was jump time, you know, so I was about to get jumped, and the lights went out, so it's pitch black. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I have to fight a group of people. And there were actually, like, re- reality and reality. There really, were yeah, people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I, I grew up in a prison town, you know? Yeah. So I was like, all right. I thought to myself, well, I mean, this is going to be a bad minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, um, so as I was waiting for the attack... Uh, I was waiting for the attack. I heard like this little, this, 
And that sound was the sound of a lighter. Right? Yeah. 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 And then, so then I saw the people around me. Right? The group. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay, well, I, I obviously have to hit the guy with the lighter because that way no one will know who they're hitting. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so anyway, but even before that happened, uh, the lighter bled all over him and it lit him on fire. <laughs> it lit his hand on fire. And it was, uh, and that was, and that essentially was that. He started screaming and flailing and they were freaking out. And they put the light on, and I pushed through the group, and I walked out. Hmm. And I've I got done, out of the room. I've never heard of that, of a lighter leaking on you. Yeah. And so you felt that was some sort of divine intervention. That was a miracle. Have. Yeah. Sure. I experienced a miracle. And, uh, and I remember I had heard, I don't know if it was like if it was real or not, the story, but that, that year there were recalls or something on big lighters for having some kind of weird problem. Hmm. Um, but this is, you know, 20-something years ago. Yeah. So... That was like, uh, I would call that a, a miracle mm-hmm. uh, just because, you know, that was just, you know, sometimes it's just too many. That was too many. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean. Crazy. That's wild. Yeah. So when you see a man's hand light on fire in that one moment, we were, I was like, I walked out. I was like, yeah, cool. Thanks, God. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, T's looking at me like well, I have a story that. <laughs> I, I'm Sounds trying to crazy, think, I know, no, but I mean... I, I'm trying to think I don't have anything right now, honestly, that I can... You know. Because the question was angels or ghosts. No. Uh, or ghosts. Yeah, angels or yeah. ghosts. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of like a ghost one. Mm. Um, have I, you ever had a feeling where you felt somebody was like next to you? Or have you ever... Do you believe in people who can call into their side? Do you believe in spirituality in I, any Yeah, way? I like, believe in all of that. I believe, okay. yeah, spirits can exist around mm-hmm. us. Um, I believe you can tap into different spirits or you can transcend time a little bit and go into different... Like, I, I believe that. I'm, I've been doing a lot of energy work and stuff mm-hmm. like that and starting to learn about that kind of thing. I fully believe it. Um, I believe in, in out-of-body experiences, Um but do I have a specific story or anything like that that would I would really mm. love to share that I could? I don't. I'm blanking right now. Nothing. Mm. Yeah. But I I do believe in all of it. I believe in angels undoubtedly. Mm. I also believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you knew you wouldn't get hurt, would you rather skydive or view sharks from an underwater cage? We're taking a. Well, I did this. An underwater. Well, I did the underwater cage with sharks. I'm actually thinking about doing free diving with great whites. Where you don't have a cage. I love that. Um, would you do that with ham uh, sewn I, I, to your shorts? I don't think I would do it with a plate of ham on me. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin um, will apparently though. Take him with you. Oh yeah, if I'm I way need, into it. I want to get in there. Just I've never swim with a giant predator. He I've never. In miracles? <laughs> let it but, uh, I've never. Nah. But yeah. But here, who's the predator, Gav? Like, are um, we the predator? If you actually look at that relationship, who's the predator? Um, I, well, I don't we know, a, a, ask the, ask the, uh, ask the sailors who get eaten by sharks when they're, sh- when they're, uh, when they're floating on a raft for, uh, for two weeks. And each year there are a hundred million sharks killed in the world. Did you okay. know that? For shark fin soup. I, that sounds, I, listen, so who, I, who I, I, I hear you and the, your story is touching, but the fact is which one do you, should you fear when you hop in the ocean? 
I'm not, I don't want to hop in their world and go try to make a buddy out of a, out of something whose teeth grow back within the day. I know, but there are people that <laughs> you do it. Know I'm, what I'm I'm, saying. I am seriously. No, thanks. So I've done the Great White Shark. Sorry. I did it in Guadalupe Island. I am seriously considering going to do a free dive with Great White Sharks. I think it's okay. I think when you be, die, can I have your stuff? Yeah, you can have my a percentage live podcast of yeah. Yeah. on the boat. You know, yeah. If if I die, that means you're in charge of this podcast, buddy. No, I don't <laughs> so go you, swimming. You know, <laughs> we, the whole podcast out of the water. Like, no. <laughs> it would be. Could you imagine, Tori? Tragic to not have Fritz here on this. Oh, podcast. man. Yeah, Tori, could you imagine if that was your me? go-to right there, if Gab was your go-to? Hey, man, let's hey, do Gavin, this Hey, I know thing. we're supposed to be recording an hour idea. ago. We just want to check in and see where you are. Hey, Can Gavin, we do it from the car? Later, just trying to figure out where you are. Hey, could you just, totally. could you just let us know you're alive? I've never been totally. with Buddy. Oh, Have you ever right. been skydiving? Exactly. Gav, have you ever been skydiving? No. Yeah, I haven't either, but I want to go. No. So. no. I would do both. Which one would you do? Much more likely to skydive. Okay. Certainly. I feel like that's more uh that's more up to me, I feel like, than hopping in the water. Um and I'm pretty handy in the water. I feel pretty <laughs> Yeah, you pretty build com- a lot of stuff. I'm pretty confident <laughs> in water. I'd say if I had to fight a terrifying human being, I'd say, Well, let's get in the water. That's more of like a, a, a comfortable place for me to be. I used to swim a bit and I was okay. lifeguard and stuff like that. And but I don't want to be in there with sharks. No, thank you. Not not going to happen. Okay. That, a predator? No, thank you. But that's just because you look at them like that. That's because it's what they are. So are you? No, I, I'm not. I'm. Uh, look how I treat this animal. Yeah, that's a, that's a him dog. swimming around. But you also him eat- swimming around on the surface would be treated differently by a shark than than him walking up to me on my yard. You know what I mean? That, that, you know, this is my yard out here, that the ocean is the shark's yard. And I couldn't see saying, go ahead, buddy. Why don't you go swim out there and you try to, you know, tap into the psyche of millions of years of predatory evolution. <laughs> it's, I, it's, love, it's, I love where this question is gone. Next one. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Which, which of your personality traits would you like to change? My feelings toward great white sharks. <laughs> I'll pick one for you. Being on time. You're, what's unpunctual? Is it, what's the unpunctuality? How late was I today? You weren't. You were actually right on the nose. Yeah, you're actually right, on, right the on the nose. It's just we didn't know at all. There was no communicado if you were even coming. But you made it. Okay, That's but real right. talk. Men. Unpredictability Men. is what? how you win. Okay, this Men. isn't the art of war. What personality trait would you want to change? Um, I'm really thinking here. One one thing I'm trying to do is, I had a friend of mine, Steve Weatherford, Super Bowl winning kicker, played for the Giants, gave me great advice that I still take with me. It's two years ago and gave me great advice. And he said, Brooks, I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to pray that you give up control. Mm. That you're... you're Boat is in a river. Think of like you have, you're a boat in a river, but you're anchored down in the river and the mm-hmm. current is just running by you. And I pray that you'll lift your anchor and just let your boat go with the current. Interesting. And it's just still stuck with me. Two years later, it's still stuck with me. And releasing, releasing like certainty 
mm-hmm. releasing the the need to control circumstance environment. That's why you want to get in the water with the shark because you're trying to get over that. Maybe, maybe it's yeah, just yeah. like um, it's it's something I'm really trying to work on, right. and I, I've made a, immense strides in it. But still, it's something that quote just resonated so truly. I think what it is is leaving space in my life for like the unknown to mm-hmm. come in and come through me mm-hmm. versus me having to create things all the time. I think the thing that I would actually change would be finding that line between figuring out my happiness level with things, not my happiness emotionally, but like where I'm at as far as like feeling good about where I am career-wise, work-wise, life-wise, but also creating a sense of urgency. I lack Mm. urgency because to me, life is good. Yeah. And so finding that line between getting the mission accomplished, um, still being happy and feeling like I can do things at my own, at my own rate, at my own pace. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, having enough urgency, still I need to moving, tap into my urgency. Towards something. Yeah. Yes, just because I, I almost never feel like, oh, I have to get this done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because I feel good about things, like I feel like, well, why do I have to get it done right now? What, what, what for? You know, um, am I happy right now? Yeah, I'm happy right now. But how do you mix that with also getting things done when you when you should be getting them done? You know how? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So here's something. Cause who, I, I don't who, like to I don't like to have uh, I don't like to stress out. I fundamentally pretty much never stress out. You understand? When um, people freak out, I'm like, relax. It's good. It is okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is fine. It's a bump in the road. But okay. that's but that interferes with having a sense of urgency too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's bugging out. I'm like, relax. We're cool. We're 100 miles from nowhere, but we know at least it's 100 miles. And we know... It's nowhere. <laughs> we know something. You know what I mean? I'm always trying to be like, just calm down. You yeah. know what I mean? I get it, yeah. But I also think there's a give and take with that. Yeah. Obviously, there's negatives to that too, clearly. The final question. Yes. You're trying to get to that next question, right? He was about to say something very meaningful, no, by the way. No, I was going to let it go. He kept giving me the nod to go to the next. Yeah. No. Do you what want to know what I say? Do you want to... Sometimes... So I if, knew you wanted you, to say something. Here's here's something that I think about too, sometimes, too, if I don't yeah. follow through on something. Yeah. Who suffers if I don't follow through on something? Right. Who am I affecting negatively? Right. Who is not benefiting? Who is, is it just suffering? me, though? Like, so, what if it's just you? And you're like, I could live with that. Yeah, that's fine then. But sometimes right. when it's like a a project or a thing or something, I'm like, yeah. oh, I know that I know that people could use that, sure, and it could help people, hundred percent. And if I just don't feel like doing, I'm like, wow, that, I'm actually going to cost a lot of people suffering if I don't do this for them, right? You know, right, right, right. So anyway, something to think about, maybe to help that urgency, because I feel the same sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah. T, final question: Would you prefer money for a housekeeper, a cook, a gardener, or a personal assistant? Oh, what a question. Personal assistant. Know why? Because then you could be like, hey, do all those things. That's a great, that's, that's actually. <laughs> Where's HR? Or. I got or, this. There's actually, that's how, that's how top CEOs make 
make decisions. It's a, that's a decision-making process. If you have four problems, you select the one problem to fix that's going to fix the other three problems. So if you got a personal assistant, I guess the question is the money, though. You know, if you could only afford one. Yeah, you can only have one. I think they call it an intern. Is that just so you can get them credits so they can work for free? That's what it is. <laughs> Damn. The intern world is a little slippery, right? A housekeeper, a chef. A gardener. It's a weird gardener. Thing. And a personal assistant. And a personal assistant. A housekeeper, a chef, a gardener. You got to take personal assistant off there because you can actually be like, can you cook and then go trim the hedges? No, your you can't. Your personal assistant's not going from the office to your household to cook you a dinner. Depends what that personal assistant's for. I would say, I would say housekeeper. Okay. Yeah. What's the main reason for that? What's um, the one thing you hate to do most housekeeping wise? Well, just, just because then I can, I can have that time. I like, I like a clean home environment. I just really do. I like a serenity at home. And then if that's in place, I can take my time and focus it on things that I need to do Got it. elsewhere. I like to make yeah. a beanbag out of a laundry pile. Okay. That's your, that's your, Gavin, that's your living room chair. Gavin, what's the one you would want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gavin, what's the one you would want? Mm. A gardener, a housekeeper, a chef. Hard one. This is a hard one. I would say maybe. It is a great question, actually. I don't know. Probably a housekeeper. I hate making the bed. Something yeah, about making the bed. I'm like, mm, mm, and just doing mm, your laundry mm. and like cleaning floors or like all all that kind of stuff. Like, you yeah. you want to have a nice home to a nice feel, home. Yeah. A nice home creates order in your life. Yeah, I think it it's really, a foundational it really thing. I think it really, it's a foundational. It re- thing. I agree with you. I think I think it really is. So a housekeeper, yeah, yeah, okay. That's it. That's it for these questions. I like this game. This is a good game. Yeah, and T, I appreciate you. Tori, our producer, Tori. Here to help. You were okay, I guess, Tori. <sighs> I'm so glad I'm not his person. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? I would need HR on my side. Oh, could you imagine if you were Gavin's personal assistant? <laughs> Just the time that we spend together at the, uh, at the podcast, I feel like you have to go meditate after. <laughs> I'm meditating right now. I, I need a miracle. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I love this. I love this contrast right here. That's it for those questions. So I appreciate that, Tori. Gav, I always appreciate you, man. I always appreciate your insight. Appreciate you, Every time bro. we talk, I learn something more about you and learn like your journey. And you're like, you're, I learn more about you. And you're a th- perhaps there's not enough room between our homes. <laughs> no. Hey, how many times have I tried to get you to move to LA? I always try and get I, you to move to LA. That's true. That's true. We, we need to have play date with the dogs, bro. We I need to have a play you date know what with I mean? the dogs. And that's why I said, I said bring Buddy Coda. to the house. Bring, yeah, bring Buddy to the house. Him and Koto yeah, will rip around. Man. Couple two-year-olds just tearing up this Good life. Yeah, bro. I love it. That's it for this episode Good of Hellman. Thank guys. Always appreciate you guys listening. I don't know if we say it enough, but always appreciate you guys listening. Thanks I hope for you tuning got some, in. Yeah, I thought. I hope you got some value and entertainment from this. But hope you're having a fantastic day. That's it for now. Till next week. Take care of one another. Love one another, and we'll see you back here for another episode of Hellman. Think. See ya.